Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on cruise control. Cruise control. Cruise control. And a good, good day. Hello out there to everyone. This is Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Les Jackson. I'm at the wheel of the van at the moment. We've put racing stripes on it. Huh. Um, well, with crayon. And I think it looks pretty good. Decal performance kit. Remember those in the 70s? <laughs> oh, boy. You yeah. know, I completely forgot about those. Comes with performance badging. It's, it was just badging. That's all I meant. That's right. Yeah. Well, we're starting this hour, Les, with Mini. They revealed their brand new electric Mini this week, and we have details on that and some other future models. I remember the uh, kind of prototype we drove about eight years ago. Completely uh, different than that one. <laughs> completely different. The uh, the uh, Yes, the braking system was, let's say, very, very uh, effective. Anyway, Ranger. Uh, that's Ford tests well when it comes to crashes but one Jeep model still has a recurring problem oh yeah and it's been recurring a long time yes and speaking of Jeeps we have details on their plans for the 2020 model year and there was also a very distressing train crash we'll tell you about that yes yes indeed and uh, we're talking tech this hour Imagine if you could change your camshaft's profile while driving down the road. That would be pretty interesting, wouldn't it? I, well, I can do that. I carry a lathe with me. <laughs> and, and it's turning. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and a furnace so I can harden it. And, you can uh, only change it once, though. You can't put material back on there. That's true. And, I, you know, I have to coast down a very, very long hill in order to have the time to do it. Hmm. Yeah, well, drip, drip, drip. The CA Corvette is going to be revealed in just a few days, but the leaks and information uh, are coming out one at a time. My favorite breaking news, they said, there's a video of Harlan Charles driving the C8 prototype. <laughs> <laughs> our, fr our good friend and product manager for Corvette, right? Absolutely, and my prediction of where it was going to be revealed turned out to be wrong. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll talk about that. And I've been known to be wrong before. <laughs> what? At least once before, yes. Uh, all, all that and an at-the-wheel review of the 2019 Lexus NX300 when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio. That's a lot of stuff. we got to get talking here, Les, because that, that is a lot of stuff right. together. But. Uh, we're going to have that and more. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. You can like us on Facebook, uh, follow us on Twitter, check out the podcast edition. It's all there, cruisecontrolradio.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about Mini's brand-new electric vehicle, tell you the range of it, and some of the tech that's involved. Pretty cool. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Les and Fred here. We, uh, we're we going to talk about uh, 
the new electric Mini, which yeah. is actually a Mini Cooper. But I want to tell a story about, about a Mini because this guy thought of the very thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. But he got there before me. Okay. And that is, and I, I know everybody listening has the same problem. You, you, if you drive a car, you park at the supermarket lot or any other lot, and you're always between two SUVs. Right. And you can't see out. No, it's like being between two buildings or something. Yeah, and you always try to find a spot where you can drive forward into the other spot so you're facing out. Yeah, but that sometimes doesn't happen because somebody... That's right, and if you try to back in your spot, you get 12 people coming in honking their horns that you're slowing down their important day. (laughs) So anyway, I, I... I was putting the groceries in my car and lamenting that I was between two Hindenburgs of SUVs. And I saw a guy with a Mini. And as I'm watching, a periscope sticks up through his his, uh, moonroof. And it spins around. And he's he's looking around. And I said, I thought of that. I wanted to do the same thing. Wow. So this thing must have been pretty tall because the Mini is pretty low. it's about three feet tall. Yeah, and he and he looked around and saw if there yep. were other cars coming or people walking. Or That's something. right. He could see something was coming because, as you know, if somebody's coming, they won't slow down. No. So yeah, I, I other other than having someone uh, you know with a yellow safety vest and those uh, lighted flashlights to help you back out, it's That's hard right. to tell. Yeah, you got to come out and. I, I know people blow their horns and everything else. To It's very hard to see, for sure. Well, we're going to talk about minis here. We're going to talk about the new Mini Cooper SE, just delivered this week, or revealed this week. Front-wheel drive, all electric, uh, 181 horsepower on the motors, um, and uh, no range... Uh, estimates are available yet although some are saying that they went more with uh, a lower range uh it's not a 200 mile car they went with a lower range to keep the price down uh they've certainly maintained the uh mini handling capabilities uh uh by putting the battery down low and not compromising luggage space which is which is good to know uh, pretty standard. It can be charged with a 120-volt socket or public charging stations for uh, fast direct charging up to 50 kilowatt. Um, acceleration from, uh, from 0 to 62 in 7.3 seconds. Not bad, right? That's quick. Yeah. And it only comes sure. on the three-door model, pretty much the standard mini. Uh, standard features include LED headlamps, two-zone automatic air conditioning, heating with heat pump tech Technology. They're using the waste heat of the motor and that to heat the car. Isn't that cool? It is cool. Of course, the heaters in um, basically all uh, fully electric cars tend to be heat pumps because, mm-hmm. you know, like a heat pump air conditioning system in your house. Um, pretty cool vehicle i really do love the idea of a, of a an electric mini mm-hmm. always did even after the one we drove that had regenerative braking that almost threw us through the windshield yeah remember that that was a prototype yeah From a number of years ago the the whole back seat was gone it was the battery pack so it was a that's little... right it didn't have a back seat yeah 
uh, I, I, we knew at the time that was, that was a rough, um, you know, mule test mule basically, wasn't it? You know, uh, here I see minis all the time, every day here mm-hmm. in the DC area. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me for the, for the, uh, for the, for the people, the, uh, active lifestyle, uh, pickup truck buyers, they could, they could get ramps and park the mini, the electric mini in the bed of the pickup. Like a spare tire, sort of right. <laughs> a big spare tire. So, um, yeah, I think this is going to be successful for them. People love minis. They love the driving characteristics. Nothing has been uh, removed from this vehicle uh, to make it uh, drive any different than any mini. Matter of fact, it might drive better than the uh, uh, internal combustion mini. The weights to the ground, the uh, you, you know instant pickup. Um, they yeah. got a couple of different driving modes: green, green plus. Um, uh, you know, and a standard mid setting, which is fun and similar, similar to the gas powered minis, um, comes with navigation standard, which is pretty cool. I'm sure that navigation will co- include lists of where to plug your car in. Um, so I, I, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm not, not so sure about the design of the wheels. That's a little bit, a little bit off, but we'll talk about that more and, and some other mini models when we come back on cruise control radio, your on air automotive magazine, Fred stop, Les Jackson. We'll be right back. Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. Fred Staub, Les Jackson, all here. Cruise Control Van, all the players on your radio. We appreciate you uh, riding along with us. We're talking about the Mini SE, their electric version, their first production version. As Les mentioned, we drove a, a test version of it a number of years ago. It was a bit crude at the time, but fun. It was fun. I mean, we remarked that it handled great. Yeah. It had great acceleration, uh, had wonderful deceleration. <laughs> Wear your seatbelt. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, that was biased for uh, incredible regenerative braking. Yeah, a little, little bit heavy on the hand there on that adjustment. But we have some news for the rest of the 2020 Mini Cooper lineup. Uh, most models are going to get a pretty hefty increase, $1,500 across the board increase. That's pretty heavy, isn't it? It is. And actually, uh, Minis tend to be quite pricey as it is. Yeah. I mean, uh, your base Cooper, right? Very base car, hard door, two, two door, hard top two door, right? Um was twenty two thousand seven fifty going up to twenty four thousand two fifty? That's a lot of change. And the last, yeah, the last mini uh, that I drove, which was I guess around Christmas time, uh, was a was a totally optioned out Mini Cooper, and it was close to forty thousand dollars. Well, if you look at the John Cooper's works, uh, John Cooper works uh, in twenty nineteen. That was thirty eight. Thousand six fifty. Now it's going to be forty two thousand eight fifty. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Um, a convertible John Cooper Works is going to be thirty nine thousand uh, dollars. A Clubman John Cooper Works thirty nine thousand two fifty. Um, 
you know, the lowest priced is going to be almost $25,000. So they're going to range from about 25000 to almost 43000 depending on what you add to them. Uh, kind of a big jump, right? It is a big jump, but obviously it, they know it's not hurting their buying um, market, your yeah. buyer's market. No, no. And uh, they are a lot of fun for sure. Uh, so well, they have the the best color choices in the industry. Mm. All minis now get a group of driver assist features called Active Driving Assistant. So this this could be where the price comes up, which includes adaptive cruise control, automatic high beams, and automatic emergency braking. So if that's what it is, that's money well spent, right? Yep, and let me tell you, as soon as I uh, start marketing the periscopes, <laughs> I, I'm going around to the dealers, and that'll be an extra $400 option. Call it call it the Les Jackson safety scope. The, uh, the, the Jackoscope. <laughs> Jackoscope. Anyway, <laughs> well, sometimes less you may leave me. What do I say to that? So I'm just going... <laughs> I'm just going on to the next story. Exactly. What, yeah. I, I mean, it's the easiest way to do that. It's the easiest way to get out of that. So Ford <laughs> Ranger has apparently scored well in uh, crash tests, which is, is good news, isn't it? It is. You know, uh, generally pickups um, aren't that great in a certain types of crashes, certainly rollovers. Mm -hmm. um, but it's done well. Yeah, it's done very well, and uh, the only thing that trips it up once again is in some of the lesser models. Um, if the if you don't get the better headlights, it, that that hurts it a bit. It, it's just, you know, I guess you have to opt for the better better headlights nowadays, right? Well, I, frankly, I, I think that when you buy anything, if you can if you can get the better headlight option you should yeah it probably you know hey it's good to see where you're going you know now you and i you know we both like the jeep cherokee and i went on the launch of this vehicle and i think i went on some follow-ups to it um one of the problems it has had though is with its nine speed automatic transmission right yeah and it's been a from bit the of a beginning headache. Yeah, for, for since they did it, since they started. Now, when they started some six years ago or so, mm -hmm. um, th they made the mistake of buying the parts. It was a ZF transmission, but they bought the parts and assembled the transmission on their own. Right. Which turned out to be a big mistake. Yeah, big mistake. And if you remember, before these vehicles were delivered, there were parking lots full of them. They had to um, upload some software to them to to make them shift better, right? Uh, That's right. They yeah. were clunky. Yeah. Well, now there's a recall for 2014 Cherokees. These are the ones that have the 3.2-liter V6 because they could slip into neutral, <laughs> which is terrible. You know, it? and by the way, this was a problem with Chrysler minivans back in the early 2000s. Wow, I didn't I didn't remember that. I'm very aware of that. Hmm. Uh, so once again, new software will be uploaded. The problem is a clutch can get stuck in the transmission, which could cause the software to shift the car into neutral. Uh, so they will update the transmission software for free. 
Uh, if you have one of these vehicles that uh, has the 3.2 liter V6, uh, you're probably going to be coming in to get some new software in there, right? Yep, you're going to have to. Um, you know, it's the, recalls generally aren't that big a deal, but and this isn't a you know the software is pretty easy. Uh, this is where it'd be nice if you could download the software over the internet. Yes, that's coming over there. Updates. It is coming. Yeah. yeah. And last hour we were talking to JD Power about how a lot of these infotainment systems befuddle people and they cause a lot of problems. Well, eventually, these uh, updates for these systems will just you know come through the air and you won't have to worry about it, right? Yeah, and and. Uh, the entire industry wants to do this. I mean, it's it's so much more efficient than all the hassle of having to take it into the dealership. But do dealers want it? They'd like to get you in there. Well, they would, uh, but you know, do they have the capability? Do they have the extra uh, technicians? There's always a shortage of technicians. Yeah, yeah, for stuff like this, yeah. Well, uh, we told you about the new Mini lineup for 2020, and... and uh, we're going to tell you now what's happening to the Jeep Wrangler in 2020. We're starting to get information on the 2020 model year. Uh, the lineup gets uh, a price bump. No, no, no uh, surprise there. And new engine options and new uh, appearance options. This is according to the JL Wrangler Forum. Uh, they have the order guide. Uh, there's a $250 increase across the board. Uh, which is not not too bad. Uh, the Moab edition won't be making the trip to the next year. It'll be supplanted by a black and tan package based on the Sport S trim and available for both two-door and unlimited four-door models. Uh, and then uh, for, uh, for the LED lighting group option, it's going to make its way down to the Sport S trim. You know why that is. You get better ratings if you have LED lights, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they will break out, Jeep will break out the 8.4-inch Uconnect navigation system separate from the premium auto group. So you can pay about uh, $995 just for the larger screen and navigation instead of the $1,595 for the group. Uh, and the advanced safety group will add an automatic high beam to its suite of features. Those things are great. If you've never used it before, it's wonderful, automatic high beam. Um, and uh, let's talk about engine options. Uh, Jeep wants to get more people into the 2-liter 4-cylinder. Uh, so it, at the Sahara level trim, which is a nice level of trim. I had one of those vehicles with that. Um, that's $1,000 to upgrade to the 2-liter 4-cylinder engine with e-torque and another 2000 to add the eight-speed transmission. So for 2020, the two-liter will come at no charge, dropping its price by $2,000. So we'll have more information on 2020 Jeeps when we come back on Cruise Control Radio. Also, a bad accident happened with a train uh, delivering vehicles. We'll tell you about that when we come back on Cruise Control. So stay tuned. Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Fred, uh, before the break, was talking about the new pricing on the Jeeps, on the Wranglers. Yeah. 
and uh, some of the, about, you know, across the board, prices are going up. I guess that's not a surprise, but in some cases, you're getting some trim levels and other engines where the price has kind of stayed the same, but you get more stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is uh, a lot of this information is coming from the JL Wrangler Forum. They have the order guide up, uh, which they must have an insider on that. So uh, JL Wrangler Forum, that's, that's where this information is coming from. Uh, we were saying they want to get more people into that two-liter engine, so they're reducing the price uh, of that option, the e-torque engine, by two thousand uh, dollars. But uh, if you want to get the V6 uh, with the eight-speed automatic, that's uh, about five hundred dollars more than the current model pricing. Uh, also, Mopar Insiders says that the three-liter eco-diesel V6 will be late availabilities, but they will be able to order it on the entire unlimited range, meaning Sport, Sahara, and Rubicon, and not just the Sahara and Rubicon as previously announced. That will be fun in that vehicle, won't it? Yeah, actually, that for, for the off-roaders, they'll love that. Yeah, so so that is coming, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, when that comes out, how popular that will be. Um, we're talking about this train wreck. Uh, it's kind of sad. The cars were on the way to the uh, dealers and these uh, train train cars, covered train cars. And there's pictures of, uh, I see, I, I believe that's a Gladiator upside down, missing a front wheel. And uh, it, it was not, uh, not, not a very good situation. Uh, this is from, uh, it happened in Nevada, Lincoln County. Boy, I tell you, it's, it's surprising that anything survived to be fixable from that I, wreck. It's horrible. I guess they won't fix any of these, even some that are, you know, lightly damaged. Uh, I, I, you can't sell them as new, that's for sure, can you? <laughs> Certainly not that one that's upside down. Um, no. Uh so they will somebody will get great uh, lightly unused engines basically out of them won't they well they will uh they, you know they'll certainly strip all the parts out and um some of them you know may be only scratched up and they'll take them back and repaint them uh and it, or sell it at a lower a significantly or, lower price if it's a yeah. cheap it oh, doesn't yeah. matter you know that's right Gonna strat scratch it up, but it is sad to see these brand new vehicles sitting there wrecked, isn't it? It is. Uh, you just—it's such a waste. Yeah. There's also uh, there were also some big pickup trucks from GM that uh, were wrecked as well. I, That's right. Some of them, the crash was so violent they had the wheels ripped off of them. That's crazy, right? That is. I mean, yeah, I can see the picture of the uh, the train wheels there. Yeah. Or truck, as it's called. Yeah. You know, that's not supposed to fall off. <laughs> no, that's a problem <laughs> when it falls off. So if you ordered one of those vehicles... Yeah, uh, uh, there will be a slight delay. There's a, a slight problem in, in transit. Uh, they're going to keep a road closed there, 7 to 10 days due to the train derailment. So going to be pulling in some big uh, cranes, I'm sure, to lift this stuff apart and cut up those uh, train cars, right? Absolutely. It's a, just a, you know, millions of dollars of mess. Millions of dollars of mess. Yeah. So, so there you have it. 
you're listening to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive ad, uh, automotive radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, listen to that. You'd listen to that. Uh, hey, what if you could have, uh, you could change your valve duration on your vehicle as you're driving down the road? And this is our talking tech segment here on Cruise Control. Um, and we've actually should head over to our Cruise Control Radio Facebook page because we have a video that kind of explains this uh, system. But it is called the Hyundai C VVD engine. And it is a continuously variable valve duration engine, right? And it, it has two patents on the valve train process in South Korea. The altered valve duration is the latest iteration that makes possible by, it's made possible by two movable arms inside the camshaft. Each arm is anchored at its base to a pin at the center of the camshaft, while the end of each arm extends towards the edge of the camshafts. Changing the position of the pin in the center of the camshaft changes the angle of the arms relative to one another, which moves a camshaft along its mounting rod. So during low speed uh, engine speed, the CVVD opens the intake valve from the middle to the end of the compression stroke, and uh, this reduces friction during uh, during compression and improves fuel economy. During heavy engine loads, the intake valve closes at the beginning of the compression stroke to maximize the amount of air mixed for deton detonation and in boosting torque. Pretty cool, right? Now, Boy, I I just it is cool. We have I, a video first, on our Facebook page, so you should go over yeah, and check it out. Uh, I just worry about longevity in something like that. Mm. Well, the, they are bringing it out. The first engine is called the Smart Stream, and it is a 1.6 liter uh, gas direct injection four cylinder. It produces 180 horsepower, 195 uh, pound feet of torque, and it will appear in the 2020 Hyundai Sonata. Well, they always do stuff right, so. Pretty wild, huh? It's pretty wild, pretty neat. I would imagine that's an extremely responsive engine. Yes, I would imagine it is. And um, it, it looks to um, lower overall engine friction by 34%. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. So uh, it would be fun to drive, wouldn't it? I, I wonder if we'd really notice... Uh, anything you know, I, I i suspect unless you know it's in there you would just say oh this is just kind of a nice feeling engine yeah you might not notice it but but it is like having two yeah. two cams which is it is it, yeah well uh les um i found out this week that i will be going to the corvette the c8 corvette reveal in california and that means i will be reporting on it for Cruise Control Radio uh, on CruiseControlRadio.com and our Facebook and Twitter feeds and also bringing the information back the next day because uh, we'll be flying back on Friday. So be back for the show to talk about this huge development in the world of Corvettes, right? That is absolutely true. I, um, at the moment, get to look at the C8 steering wheel. <laughs> well, that's true. We're all doing that right now. Because that's what that's 
that's, that's true. That's the drip, drip, drip. Chevy's been bringing out the, a little by little. And <laughs> um, the interesting part of the steering wheel is it's basically square, isn't it? It is. It's. I, I'm not sure I like the shape of it. The the. I, I understand why they did it, but it's. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the other thing you notice, there are what appear to be metal flappy panels for changing gears. Remember, we feel that in all likelihood there will be no more manual Corvettes. No, no. Um, and the these panels used to be plastic in previous models. Remember, didn't we used to say, why can't you make them out of metal? Because you touch them all the time. We said that to some of the engineers. That's right. At yeah. uh, and then to the uh, left of the steering wheel, center of the steering wheel, is a, a Z button, Z for Zora. And uh, we're not sure what what that does, but it may be to have like a preset for performance where you hit that one button and the exhaust opens up or it changes uh, the uh, feel of the shock absorbers. We're not quite sure what that does yet, but we will find out, right? Uh, you're going to find out in five days. Uh, and, and another leak, Les, the back of the car was leaked, wasn't it? I see that <laughs> um, in, in your four exhaust pipes. Um, it's very muscular looking. Very muscular looking. Um, here's a couple of the things that I want to know about. Will there be a trunk in the back as well as a frunk in the front? They say I... they can carry two golf bags. In the back? Well, they just say they can carry two golf bags. They don't say I don't. That. I don't think there'll be room for anything in the back. Well, the NSX has a little trunk in the back. And in, in, yeah, but it's little. It's little. We'll have you to could see. carry golf balls in it. Bob Lutz says they've solved this dilemma that there will be, you'll be easily able to carry two golf bags in the new uh, C8. Mm. I also am wondering about the shape of the side windows, because that's that's always kind of been blurry in the renders. You know, it's not quite clear what it will be, but we'll have to see, and we will see uh, on Thursday of this week, and we'll report completely to all of you on Cruise Control Radio about the brand new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Hey, when we come back, we got an at-the-wheel review of Alexis, so stay tuned. Cruise Control. <laughs> Welcome back. We were just theorizing, Les Jackson and I, about what the a new Corvette C8 will have as it gets revealed on Thursday. Les said he thinks it will have a carburetor with a manual choke that will run the cable have, up. It's going to have the legendary 200-mile-per-gallon carburetor. <laughs> That's it, <laughs> which comes with a manual cable-operated choke, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we'll let you know. I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued about the shape of the windows um, in, uh, on the side because we haven't I just, seen them. I, I want you to sit in it and I want you to tell me if you can see out of it. Probably through a camera, a rear-facing camera, you will be able to see out of it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about it. I'm, I'm real interested in the storage. That's what I'm interested in. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, if it has any storage in the back or if it's all just in the front. But we'll see. We'll see and it will be interesting. Um, 
Do you think that was a, a leak on uh, on purpose, a, a GM leak, the back of the car? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It looks there's, like there's... it's done in Bowling Green, like you see like a, a yellow yeah. safety chain, and it looks like it's up on some kind of lift or something, doesn't it? It looks exactly like the guys that we know at the Corvette factory would do it. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, we will get we will have more information next week on Cruise Control Radio. Full information on that. Um, but I have an at-the-wheel review now, Les. Um, and this uh, this was a fun vehicle. Got to put some miles on this, uh, a couple hundred miles on this vehicle. It is the uh, 2019 a Lexus NX300. It's a five-door SUV. This was in a beautiful color, a blue vortex. Uh, a lot of people commented on the uh, on the color here, and it was quite nice. Um, and it had a tan interior, so a really nice combination. Mm. I always like that tan interior. Uh, now, for 2019, uh, not a huge amount of changes. Uh to this vehicle, but um, uh, it uh, it got some uh, a molten pearl was uh, eliminated for 2019, uh, and uh, the NX300 gets Apple CarPlay and Amazon Alexa functionality on all vehicles. Those were built after October 1st, 2018, and uh, the Lexus Inform remote system that came with a smartwatch. Someone must have taken the smartwatch. I didn't. Did not get that, um, which uh, allowed Amazon Alexa skill integration and Google Assistant integration. Uh, and they all included as standard uh, the Lexus Inform Wi-Fi with four gigabytes of space, complimentary for the first year. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about the vehicles. I got a, a two-liter turbo, 16-valve, 235-horsepower, 258 foot-pound of torque engine. The power goes through a uh, eight-speed automatic transmission. There's dynamic torque control, all-wheel drive. Uh, ours uh, had a, a significant amount of options, actually. The the uh, base price is $37,785. Ours totaled uh, with uh, delivery, which is now over $1,000, by the way, $1,025. Wow. Fifty thousand and sixty-three dollars, but we got a, a number of things: uh, panoramic view, backup manor, uh, monitor, uh, cold weather package, uh, electrochromatic in inside rear view mirror, uh, triple beam LED headlights, um, and then the luxury package, which comes up uh, with eighteen-inch wheels uh, and a linear black shadow wood trim, which was really nice. It really was like a shadow. Uh, really high-end feel on the interior. Navigation system with a 10.3-inch multimedia display. Worked that pretty well. Out in the woods, it worked great. Intuitive parking assist, rear door uh, with kick sensor. So you can you can uh, open and close that door with your foot, basically. Not pushing with your foot, but by tapping it. Um, and then this one of the weirdest options. Uh, I had to look this up. Uh, key gloves. Hmm. You know what a key glove is? It's it's a little leather little leather um, uh, container, you know, cover for your key fob. Isn't that fun? 
That's rather nice. Yeah. It also had uh, factory paint protection by 3M, which was a $429 option. This score well scores well. Gets five stars. Great on frontal crash. Great on side crash. Great on rollover. Um, and mileage, uh, we did see close to the 28 miles per gallon on the highway. Things I didn't like, it still has the touchpad. Uh, it hmm. does not have... You know, we're uh, a touch screen. It has the touch pad. Uh, the pad is more analogous to what you would see on a laptop. Uh, and it would sometimes get hot in the sun, believe it or not. Um, also, a lot of small little buttons. They, they've gone this way, uh, Lexus and Toyota, with a lot of small inside buttons, you know, for, for various equipment. It just, just seems small and hard to find when you're driving. Um, I did like how it drove, though. Uh, it was smooth. It had good visibility. Uh, you, it has everything that someone would like in an SUV, the high seating uh, location. Um, and as I said, total price, $50,063, uh, um, which is within line for a vehicle like this and decent mileage, too. That four-cylinder really felt strong. Two-liter, 235 horsepower, so very, very strong. Um, great all around SUV. I think, um, as we were talking in the first hour of the show today, uh, the downside is they need to catch up with the infotainment, get in Apple, uh, not just Apple CarPlay, but also Android Auto and, uh, do away with that uh, touchpad, which I think it would make it much easier to operate. The touchpad feels a little rubbery, you know, like you're, you're, you're looking on the screen and moving your finger. Not as easy to use as as a um, I'm sorry a, the touchpad is not as easy to use as a touch screen, but I think that's coming from Lexus and they're going to make that uh, transition uh, over the uh, uh, over the next uh, couple of years. So we will see that. But uh, there you have it: the 2019 uh, Lexus NX 300 five door in blue vortex, gorgeous color. Hmm. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. Nice color. Yeah. You know, getting back to um, getting back to Corvettes, Les, there was a weird situation in Vancouver, and you wouldn't want this to happen to your Corvette or any car. A guy came back to his Corvette. He had left the roof panel off. Apparently, somebody had jumped into his car, and he said, hey, that's my car. And the guy said, it's mine now because I'm sitting in it. Wow. <laughs> so, well, what do you do? He, well, he called the police and they uh, talked to this guy and he said, this is my car and I'm not getting out of it. They confronted the man. It wasn't until they shot his legs with uh, shotgun fire bean bags that the man decided to leave. There was no damage to the car. Wow. Yeah. And he'll be charged with criminal mischief. Imagine, imagine that the guy doesn't get out of your car. What's with that guy, huh? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you don't want to just grab him and pull no. him out. I think you would try to reason with him and say, okay, final warning, I'm calling the police, right? Well, I would have called the police immediately. <laughs> you wouldn't have even you wouldn't have even gone up to him and said, hey, you, that's my Oh, no, problem. no. I'd say, hey, you know, uh, you got to get out. I've just called the police. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you get out and run away, I, I don't care. But if you're still in it, they're going to. Do Make you leave. To, yes. Yeah. 
Also, this last last story of the hour here: Ford GT twenty uh, t- uh, two thousand six Ford GT, less than uh, twelve miles on it, eleven point seven miles. It's for sale. What do you think you pay for it? Um, I'll give him six hundred dollars for it. <laughs> uh, well, you need to add a few to that. Three hundred and forty thousand is what they think it will go for. Um, but what do you do with a car like that? Like you, you can't drive it because it ruins the uniqueness of it, right? Well, it does. That's the problem. Is these things are, are turning into, uh, you know, uh, garage queens. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, well, we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can do that by going to cruisecontrolradio.com and, and checking that all out. All the links are there. Don't forget, too, next week we'll tell you about the C8 Corvette. So excited about that. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye.